It's time to get recharged, people. Hey, education heroes. If you're looking for a way to get your educational battery recharged, you've come to the right place. I'm Kyle Hill, and between myself and the amazing guests that I bring on, our mission on this podcast is to get you recharged so you can make a positive impact on the young people you serve. Feel free to follow on social media at Recharge Family. And if you like any of our content, please pass it along to others. Because in the end, we're all just working to try to help young people meet their potential and have success. Now let's get into the episode. What is going on, education heroes? Thank you for dropping in to the Recharge Educator Show. In this episode, we are going to try to fill your cup with positivity as I bring on Adam Stolzer, who's going to talk about creating a positive environment and building solid mentoring relationships in your staff. I really think you're going to enjoy listening to what he has to say. Before we jump into that, in case you missed our last news update that we rolled out a couple weeks ago, coming up in the summer of 2024... We are expanding our virtual bash workshops. We are going to have educators providing all kinds of amazing content for you. It's going to be free and we're expanding into other realms too because we're also going to do a parents virtual bash and a community virtual bash. And if you register, you're going to get access to all of it for free. Probably the one you're most interested in is the one for educators, which is understandable, but I know we have some parents in the audience and I actually know that some of you work in the community as well. Coaches, youth organizations, mentors, employers, all of that. Anyone who's working with kids, that's what this is going to be all about. That's coming up in the summer of 2024. And I'm telling you that now because in the show notes, you can find the link to register and save your spot. It will be completely free. And just like before, you've got months to check out all the amazing content And because we're working with sponsors, we're giving free stuff away and discounts on certain things. You're going to want to check it all out. So that registration link is down there in the show notes. Check it out there. Hopefully your 2024 has started off amazingly well. I really think you're going to enjoy this interview. Let's get into it right after I tell you all about Stetson and Associates, who's agreed to sponsor our podcast for yet another year. They do amazing work. If you're looking for a group to help you take your school or your district to another level, Stetson Associates is the group for you. And I'm not just saying that as someone who's getting a sponsorship deal. I'm saying that because I know the people involved in this company and I know their hearts and I know that they want to do right by you and they want to do right by kids. Does your school need some extra help in a variety of areas, maybe in things like providing supports and accommodations or work with collaborative instruction, you know, like co-teachers working together or a teacher and a para working together as a successful team, maybe even need some help with building inclusive systems within your school? What about this one? Staffing issues. We've all got those. No matter what the questions are that you're facing, Stetson can help you find answers and help you develop a strategic plan that's tailor-made for your school and the challenges that you're facing. To learn more about Stetson & Associates, go to stetsonassociates.com and find out how their team can help you and your staff and your students meet the goals that you're striving for. Ladies and gentlemen, I am stoked to have Adam Stolzer on with me tonight to talk about mentorship, positivity, all kinds of good stuff. Adam, thanks for jumping on with me. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, It's just amazing to have the opportunity to talk about education and making a difference. And 
being that person's in someone's life where you can mentor them, help mold them and help grow them. Awesome. I heard, I heard you first on my good friend, Brian Martin's show, teaching champions podcast. Our listeners will remember he was on, uh, earlier in the year and I immediately wrote down, I got to have that guy on. I love his stuff. I got to have that guy on. And then three days later, I got a text message. I got a message from Brian. You need to have this guy on. And so I really appreciate you jumping on with me. Hey, we always start off with just sharing your ed journey. So how did, just kind of go back as far as you want, wherever you want, and then kind of catch us up to what, all the way to what you're doing now. Yeah, well, totally humbling. I thank Brian for that. Um, he's a dynamic person and uh, he's just sharing everything. So I appreciate that. But my journey is pretty short right now. Um, I've, I taught math for seven years at Burwell. Um, I was a high school math teacher here and the head boys basketball coach came here right out of college, um, was driving to the interview and was going, where the heck am I at? Like, I got to be there by now. Um, the farthest west of Nebraska I had been until uh, living out here. Uh, so I did that. And then um, I'm now in my second year as the high school principal here at Burwell and just been totally rewarding and um, I love it here. Uh, met my wife here, and it is just a great place to raise a family. It is a great community that supports kids, and I have learned so much about myself, but also so much about education here. And uh, Burwell is a very, very special place, and it's near and dear to my heart. Awesome, awesome. Small town community and uh, special place. It's kind of like how where I grew up, you know. So, uh, in upstate Pennsylvania, so. A lot of what you talked about with Brian had to do with positivity, in which is definitely in you know definitely my jam. It's definitely his jam, and it's yours as well. You want to dive into a little bit of, about uh, you know the importance of positivity and share your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know we are what we talk about, and you are that common language. And I just don't think in education, and when you're working with young people and you're working with adults every day, that positivity can't go unnoticed. The amazing things that are happening need to be celebrated. And just that culture and that mind frame that this is a place that we want to be. This is a place that we want kids to come. Kids aren't going to learn if they're not comfortable or they don't want to be there. Staff isn't going to feel supported or want to work there if they don't have that same feeling of support and that this is a positive place. And so every little thing that you can do, um, you know, I said on Brian's, you know, it was winter at the time. It still is a building that snowball of positivity of greeting people when you walk by them, holding the door for them, um, getting copies for teachers, you know, interacting with kids, talking about their game the last night or the speech meet that they had. Like those little deposits of positivity really, really add up. And I, I just don't think you can have it enough. And it's contagious. Mm. Positivity is contagious. Laughter is contagious. And we're together for 170 to 180 days, depending on where you're at. Let's have some fun doing it. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And it goes into culture building. And, you know, if you if you can pump into, you know, positivity as much as possible and nobody can you can't sustain it every day, all day. That's just not it's not feasible. But you do the best you can. It it leaks down to your students and they start to feel a little bit better about coming to school. And for from my end, you know, working to support kids with with some extra challenges, you know, that is ultra important because they maybe show up in a much better headspace and that can be a, a, a huge piece to the puzzle as far as, you know, getting things moving in the right direction. So I appreciate your, your, your thoughts on positivity. I, 
I can't hit on that enough, to be honest with you. Well, and I think it starts right away. Like, are you greeting kids as they come into your building? Are you greeting kids as they come into your class? Like, I'm glad to see you. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming in. You know, um, you know, I'm a basketball guy, but like the Spurs one time charted, like how many high fives are we given? And hmm. like physical touch, that positive physical touch goes a long way. You know, fist bumps, high fives, you know, we have a teacher here that after you work with a partner, you have to give your partner a high five before you go on to the next person. And it makes that class fun, but it's also building those relationships. And you may never talk to that partner ever again outside of that class. You know, they might not be you hang out with, but it's little things like that, that I think just make a big difference. And it gets kids excited about being in your class and that it's not just sit in, take out my notebook, take notes or do all this. Like we can have fun while learning. We can be positive while learning and spread that. Agreed. Agreed. It's it's spread is the exact word. It's contagious. It absolutely is contagious and it spreads throughout your school and it makes, it makes learning exciting. It makes things, uh, kids more motivated and just in general, the culture that you build can make a big dent as far as how you're trying to get kids to their goals. And that's a big piece of the puzzle. Another big piece of the puzzle has to do with mentoring which I love the fact that you, you dive into how important mentoring has been in your life as a leader on campus. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, everywhere I've been, mentoring has been huge. I mean, from, from coaching uh, with coach Nate Sims uh, to principalship with, or, you know, math teaching with Carol Maganero to uh, my principalship with Mr. Maynard. I mean, I'm not afraid to talk about him. I'm not afraid to talk about the impact he has on my life because it truly is the power of having a mentor. And I've seen firsthand the difference of professionals who have mentors and who don't have mentors or where it's valued and all of that. But you got to have somebody that puts wind behind your sail, pats you on the back and somebody who is willing to help show you. But you can always be someone willing to show you, but you also got to be willing to be showed hmm. and have that willingness, willingness to learn. So I think in anything, having somebody that you can communicate with, that you can work with is just invaluable because we all have to have a support system. Agreed. And a, one quote that I, I hang on to a lot is you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So you better pick the right ones and you better have the right <laughs> ones in your corner because whether you you notice it or not, you start to pick up those things from those people and they teach you and they show you. And if I wouldn't have like if I wouldn't have somebody to help guide me, direct me, challenge me and show me, I don't think I'd be the person that I am today. And I don't think I can say it in enough words that having a mentor is just so important for being successful. Agreed. Agreed. It it can't be understated. And the idea of, and I heard, I've heard you say this before, it non-judgmental mentorship, right? It is one of the most powerful things about mentorship is the connection that you make uh, with the with the mentor and you feel comfortable with them. It, like, I, I actually... <laughs> One of my friends was talking with them last week, and I said, you know what? When we're talking about like teacher-mentor programs, what would be the most ideal like initial meeting with, between, you know, when you're setting up, you're partnering up mentor? I said, you know what? Probably going out and, and you know, 
going up to uh, to have a bite to eat or having a pint or something. And it's less and less formal, and you're not talking about school. You're just getting to know each other. You're building connection with each other, and that way, when you have to have when you have to lean on somebody, you're not afraid to ask them. You want to talk a little bit about like just non judgmental kinds of um, mentor relationships? That is, you know, so spot on. Where, you know, one, Mr. Maynard and I outside of school couldn't have bigger differences in what we <laughs> like in our free time, you know, um, sports and fantasy football and that, and he's hunting and fishing and yep. I couldn't hit a target five feet in front of me, uh, <laughs> with all of that. So, uh, you know, but educationally, like we just hit it off right away. And the non-judgmental part of that is we all have to have somebody that we can go to and, not yes to to vent, but not to vent, but to solve problems together, to get better, to work. But when you have that mentor, you're young, you're starting out. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And if you don't have that relationship of outside of going and getting a bite to eat, going and getting a cup of coffee, you know, all of that, you don't have that trust. But as soon as you have that trust, it does not matter what I ask. It's just the fact that I do ask. And a large part of that falls on the mentor of when they ask that question, where in the back of your head, you might be going, oh, come on, you should know the answer to that. Instead of saying, oh, come on, you know the answer to that, Adam. Like, no, you, you, they answer it genuinely. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks for asking. That's a great question. And that's what Mr. Maynard, like, I have never felt that any question I have asked has been stupid or yeah. why'd you ask that? Like, as a mentor, you want your mentee to just feel comfortable and safe to ask questions and having that environment with that. So that's where it's non-judgmental. And if everything comes from the heart of growth and wanting to get better and in the realm of education, doing what's best for kids, then you're not judging because you're just working through things together. And I never have a problem when anybody asks me a question, if you're trying to gain information and become better person, I don't care what you ask me, we're going to work through that together. And I mean, that's what makes a powerful mentor-mentee relationship. As soon as you start judging, there becomes a lack of trust. There becomes a lack of growth. And then you can't work through those difficult things because you don't feel like you have that space to do it. So, I mean, I think that formal, I mean, and, you know, for the listeners out there, I mean, the first time Mr. Maynard and I fed face to face, it was, you know, two months before we interviewed for the same job. So, um, you know, we met face to face and we're having that first interaction and everything. And he knew that, and I knew that, but we didn't let that get in the way of our relationship because as soon as that happened and we met, I asked him, I said, well, I'm in my last class for my principalship. I need internship hours and I want to learn from you. You know, and he was like, heck, yeah, let's go. And, hmm. and we just went. So and we just I, it's uncanny just how well we clicked right away. Just that and that's a big part of it, too. You know, just how you talk and all that. So I'm going down every deer trail right now. Yep. But yep, it, I like it, it. It's when you have that trust and you have that person that you find like that. It's just invaluable. We're in the helping business, right? We're in the helping business. We we help kids try to you know reach their goals and and tap into their potential. But we are also hopefully in our school systems helping each other. And if if you find the person to connect with where you are comfortable and just asking any question, 
you're going to find the help that you need. That's how you get help, right? But you're right. Unfortunately, sometimes it can turn into, you know, thought process of, I don't know if I can ask them this because I don't want to look stupid. Or I don't know if I can ask them this because then what happens if that kind of game happens? If you have a sincere, trusting relationship built, the the sky's the limit. Yeah, the sky's the limit. Sorry for breaking into the show, everybody, but I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Stetson and Associates. No matter what the challenges are that you and your team faces, Stetson and Associates can help you devise and develop a plan that's going to be tailor-made for you and your staff. To find out more about Stetson and the amazing resources that they provide, go to stetsonassociates.com. Now, let's get back to the action. I think that goes directly back to the classroom of, do we have that environment in our classroom of every question is a good question and let's explore that and know, but why? And, you know, Mr. Maynard said it best of, I don't teach kids anymore. Now I'm a teacher of teachers mm. and that's education. No matter what level we're at is we're intrinsically are always have that innate that we're teachers. Yeah. Like even now I'm a principal, like I still want to teach. I still want to help. I I love when I can go into a room and someone's working on math and they're like, Hey, do you remember how to do this? And I'm like, well, I think I've only been out of the game for a little bit of math. You know, <laughs> I think I could do that, but, but working with teachers and growing them, um, working with our paras, working with just anybody where I can teach. I mean, that is the heart of education, the heart of who I am of, of teaching. And, and that's where, you know, I think that's also the, your legacy and, people who have heard me talk before I talk a lot about the power of purple and legacy is the L in the power of purple, but what's behind you and who can you teach to better them and teach them something. And, you know, coaching, there's always a coaching tree. Well, now, you know, I feel like I'm kind of under Mr. Maynard's administrative tree. And like, now who can I start to do that? Who off of him? And it's that domino effect. So it's that, what do you leave behind and what can you give to somebody else you know, it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day not too long ago, and he's got that quote. I don't want to misprint, miss say it, but I want to look up because I, I tweeted it where um, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are we doing for others? Mm -hmm. And that's mentoring. What are we doing for others? Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely agree. Well, you are you are speaking to the choir here, man. I, I love everything you're sharing. What about on the teacher side, uh, mentoring for, you know, for teachers with getting them up and running? Do you do anything special to, to try to support them? Yeah. And I think it goes back to that. You know, I want to now teach teachers the best that I can and supporting them with their goals. But I'm also young um, administrator and a teacher that went through the system here for a while. I saw a need for a teacher mentorship curriculum. And uh, so I really spent some time diving into that, developing it. And, you know, we have now a very, what I would say, a comprehensive curriculum for two years where new teachers to our district are paired up with um, veteran teachers and simple stuff of I'm going to drive you around town and I'm going to show you where the banks are at, where the, where the restaurants are at, you know, Hey, here's some places that you can live to some classroom management things uh, to, Hey, we got parent teacher conferences coming up. Let's meet. And let's talk about what parent teacher conferences look like at Burwell, because you're a first year teacher or you're new to Burwell and you don't know what that means. Um, or, Hey, your teacher observations coming up. Let me come into your classroom and watch you teach and give you a little bit of feedback because 
I do think if you can have that culture where staff can talk to each other about common practices and common things there, that's really big. So we have all of those things embedded into our teacher curriculum, our teacher mentorship curriculum. Um, it's been powerful. Um, you know, we got a new teacher coming on next year where we're already working on setting up her mentor and all of that, where what support can you offer them so that they don't feel like they're on an island when they come to a new place? And then if you start that when they're first here, hopefully that fosters that continuing on throughout their career that they have that person that they can lean on. They can expand who they lean on and you just support each other. And so again, everybody needs a mentor. So let's provide that for them. I love it. I love it. One of the things that I've, I've been tinkering around in my, in my crazy brain is the idea of um, paraprofessional mentors too. And so our, we are asking now our paraeducators to do far more things than ever before. And they are like, you know, just unheralded, just superheroes in school systems with not a lot of fanfare. Um, so that's one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about. We, we actually have started some informal work with that, trying to partner them up with more veteran pairs when we have new pairs come in. Um, so that's kind of where we're heading in that realm. The teacher side, though, I think a lot of us have teacher mentor programs set up. I think what takes it to another level is exactly what you're talking about, though. The idea of having the right partnership, having the relationship be um, genuine and just a, a lot of willingness to help. You know, I want to help you through these challenges. You were saying something just then that, that kind of resonated with me. It took me way back 25 years ago when I first started moving. You know, I was nowhere near where I grew up, six hours away in a, a fairly new area. Didn't even know how, didn't even know the schools. I, I knew the one I was teaching at. And so when we would have like a professional development at another school, I'd have no idea where we're going. And this was before the days of GPS. So I used to have staff members just jot down like notes. This is how you get there. Right. <laughs> they, they would yes. give me, they would get, you know, and so they would lay it out for me. And so the idea of mentorship with one partner is ultra, ultra special and super important. And then I also think about, I was really fortunate to be in an amazing school where the culture was great and I could go to other people too. And when you build a village of individuals who are willing to just bend over backwards to help, especially new staff, it does a variety of things. One, it makes you want to dig yourself in and work harder because you know you're surrounded by people who care about you. And two, we talk a lot about like, how do we retain teachers? You build supports for them. So um, the more willing you are to, to be able to surround people, surround your new staff with good people who are caring and just want to help them, um, the, the more likely they are to be able to dig themselves in and do what they can to help. And then also hopefully stick around in your staff for a while. Amen. I mean, teacher storage is a thing, but are we supporting them? Are we giving them a way to, here's how to manage your time. Here's how to go through those things. Here are some easier ways to go about it. Or gosh, you're really having problems with that student. Well, let's talk about what, what success tools are in place for that student in other classes that we can bleed over rather than, oh, no, you got to figure that one out on yourself. So again, the sum of five people around you are your staff of, it's not just your mentor, but your neighbor teacher, the teacher across the hall, everybody for the common purpose, the common language, 
Uh, I really think at Burwell, we, we got that where people will want to go and talk to each other and they're not afraid to go ask for help. They're not afraid to lift each other up. It's, oh, you need to go do this. Yep, I'll cover your class for you or whatever it is. It's just that cultural shift. And um, it is just all about supporting each other and helping each other be the best version of themselves. Like that best version of themselves. Well said. Uh, let's finish up on this. So one thing that's kind of embedded in what we've been talking about is the idea of, you know, obviously we talked about positivity and mentorship, building up people so that we can get their potential, right? So you and I have come from a coaching background. I used to always say, um, when I used to always say, these are the players I have right? This is not a draft. I cannot go out and draft more players. It's not college ball where I can recruit. These are the players that have made the team and I have to find the best. I can need to pull the best potential out of them, spot things and get the best out of them. And I feel like that, that relates really well to schools, right? And how we work with kids, obviously, but also how we're, we're pulling the best potential out of our staff as well. You want to touch on that at all? Yeah. You know, celebrate everything that you can and find the good you see the good all the time and celebrate it let them know you know there's a power of a positive note that goes a very long way of yes we live in the day of text messages we live in the days of emails but those handwritten positive notes i mean go a long way or just point out exactly what you see being genuine specific and just being intentional with it and i think that's a big goal that i have this year is be very, very intentional with your words and pointing things out and celebrating your staff, celebrating your kids. And back to the mentor, of, you know, push them to expand, you know, try something new. Do, are you on the verge of wanting to try something like and you're noticing it? Push them to do that and support them. You know, if they have this idea, yep, let's do it. Let's run with it. Let's see where it goes. You know, just be that cheerleader in their corner, be that person that's pumping them up and getting them to where, you know, we can't say yes to everything. Like no one can do that, but being there for them and helping them see their potential and helping them guide to see where they can grow and then supporting them and celebrating it. Well said. I actually just came from earlier tonight. I had the privilege of sitting in, listening to uh, Broody Kefele, uh, Principal Principal Kefele for the listeners out there. Check him out on social media. Is really really powerful, really powerful message that guy brings. Uh, but he was talking about like seeing the individual potential in all the students. Right, take half a second and see if you can find, you know, what is it about them that they probably don't even know how amazing they are yet. Right, like what are the qualities in there? And I think that is that is huge. That is, it's what takes teaching to another level, but it can also resonate well with what you're doing in a leadership role for your staff. If you're if you're a teacher and you're mentoring, if you're an administrator and you're working with staff, your coach, just being able to spot some of those things that people they do well, they might not even know they do well, right? And and if celebrating they do it like that. that. Yep, one time really magnify that to try to get more, more of that, you know, yes. when you see like, you know, Hey, we just talked about that at a staff development day, or I saw that you were researching this new engagement strategy or this new technique. And I saw you do that. That was amazing. 
it's amazing when you see it the next time and mm. oh that little bit of praise or that little bit of stepping outside your comfort zone you know and then it, it goes there and you know uh you know we it's it's amazing to see that but if you want to see the good celebrate the good and you're going to get more good i love that I love that. We will wrap that. That is beautiful. <laughs> hey, if, if anybody wants to uh, uh, connect with you, how, how can they get in touch with you? X, uh, formerly Twitter. I don't know how long yeah. you got to say that, you know, uh, Adam <laughs> underscore Stolzer 28. Um, you can look us up too at Burwell Public Schools on Facebook. That's where we're at there. You know, I like to look at other schools and administrator sites and steal what they're doing. So maybe you can steal something from us there. Um, or just shoot me an email at adam.stolzer at boroughpublicschools.com. But um, I'd love to connect with everybody. And such an amazing talk. I'm going to have a hard time sleeping after this one. <laughs> of just getting the positivity rolling and, and sharing the educational journey. So thank you, sir. Oh, you, you're welcome. And, and as much as I appreciated this recorded session, I also appreciated the, the half an hour you and I just got to shoot the breeze about a wide variety of things, which as I shared before with you, is probably my favorite part about podcasting. It's the half an hour that the, unfortunately the listeners don't get to, don't get to hear, but I appreciate you jumping on with me, Adam, and sharing your amazing knowledge and the wonderful things that you're doing to support your staff and, and build in mentor programs and being positive and building praise and building people up. Hey, I appreciate it. Just listeners out there, just share your passion each and every day. Keep making a difference. And 2024 is going to be an amazing year. Awesome. Well said. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have you heard that our virtual bash workshops are expanding massively coming up this summer? And they're all completely free events where we're giving away free stuff. Not only will we have some of the biggest names in the education space from across the globe presenting to educators, but we have expanded massively this year so that we have a parent's virtual bash, which will have experts from all over the place providing parents and caregivers with all kinds of great ideas and resources to help them help their kids so they can be successful in school and beyond. We're also expanding to have a community virtual bash this year, which is focused on giving content and resources to those who work out in the community with youth. So if you're a sports coach or you work with youth organizations, maybe it's mentoring programs or even employers that work with youth. The Community Bash is exactly what you're going to need to help kids and teens become more successful as you work with them. The Recharged Family Mission is to blanket young people with incredibly compassionate and caring role models in schools, at home, and out in the community. That's how you make the biggest impact possible. Again, it's all completely free thanks to the partnerships we've developed with sponsors. Our hope is to connect you with experts who can help you make a positive impact on the young people in your lives. You'll find the Save My Spot registration form down in the show notes so that we can notify you when all the workshops go live later this summer. And as a reminder, these are on-demand workshops, so you go at your own pace and you have access for months. You're not going to want to miss out on these amazing events, so register and spread the word to your friends. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to follow us at Recharge Family on all the socials. And you can learn all about the content we provide for parents, educators, and community members at rechargefamily.com. Finally, we always want to hear your feedback. So feel free to email us at rechargecommunity at gmail.com or just send us a DM on the socials. Thanks again for listening.
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode.